0: What up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to the podcast. We're recording on a Sunday morning, and I'm doing the intro today. Let's get into it. <laughs> wow, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> the old switcheroo,
1: the <laughs> old switcheroo. Hey, thinking up clever intros is hard. I think you should just keep all of this as the intro. <laughs> I definitely am. Music starting right now, actually. <laughs> wish this thing would freaking stay up all i can think
0: about is food you should really you should start with the i'm having trouble thinking of an intro
1: and then i just jump it it's i'm definitely gonna do that
2: and just have me thinking about food
1: I'm pretty hungry, too, I'm actually. i super hungry, I started too. drinking this, and now I got really hungry. I <laughs>
0: started drinking this. Bad choice, because I don't have any food in my stomach.
1: Why don't you just uh, tell the world what is sitting on our table, one of you guys. Tyler Tyler Sir, Davis. You're our, your honor. You're the, Tyler Davis and Chris Hacker.
0: You're the honor.
2: If you could hear that rotation. <laughs> what is sitting on our table right now is Old Forester. and... Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, distilled exclusively for statesmen, as in the statesman from the movie Kingsman 2.
0: Yeah. There's a letter attached to this bottle that reads To Kingsman, London, England, from Statesman, Louisville, Kentucky. We have long been proud of the values we both share. United we stand, divided we fall. As a token of our appreciation and of our long standing relationship, please accept this rare Old Forester Statesman Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey. Aged to the warmest parts of our warehouse, Old Forester Statesman has a rich and dynamic profile and represents the very finest we have to offer. We like it best served neat.
1: That's neat. This is weird. Are we doing an ad?
2: we are kind of doing an ad and i was gonna say i I feel like at the end of this we should probably say please drink responsibly if you're 21 or older yeah Yeah. probably um so the story behind this being on our table uh i think it was tuesday night tuesday or wednesday night i don't know yeah i was thinking about the movie i was thinking about kingsman 2 and i text luke and was like man I wish I could find some statesmen around here. Because I remember you had told me it was real. And I didn't believe you. But I looked it up. It was real. So I went to two liquor stores. (laughs) 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 One by my house. Didn't have it. Then I went to one up the street. And they had one bottle left. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this. Because it will look really cool in a man cave one day. Yeah. Next to all my other memorabilia. So I went and picked it up. Uh, All three of us have tried it i've had it twice i've had it once mixed and once straight i'm not gonna be drinking it straight <laughs> and I'm not i'm not man enough for that but i definitely will drink it as a mixed drink on occasion
0: yeah. i personally don't drink hard liquor anymore but i did <laughs> give this a test just for you listeners out there
1: and uh bringing them that content that like alcohol uh, content Tastes
0: like a good like a good bourbon.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I tried it too. Honestly, I have no idea if it's good or not because this is the only bourbon I've ever had in my life. So I don't really drink that much. But I had fun doing it, I guess. <laughs> it was fun, especially when it kind of made my face get all wrinkly and cringy. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to hurt. <laughs> but uh, it was fun, I guess. I have, so had some yeah. sippy sips. Yep. So that
2: happened. Um, ironically, there's a podcast that asked if we were 21. I think they drink on their podcast. <laughs> yeah. Was that uh dude with and bruise and on yeah. a porch? Yeah. Dudes <laughs> with <laughs> bruise on a porch. Yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out. I'm of age. Yeah. I, I'll go on there for us. I'll be our representative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if need be.
1: I'll be the designated driver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Just to just to clarify, we all had like a a sip of this and none of us are heavy drinkers please drink responsibly definitely we do not condone any irresponsible use of alcohol
2: and old forester is our faux sponsor this week yeah (laughs) unknowingly
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome alcohol world now into the main portion of what we're actually here to talk about super nerd stuff And since I didn't really introduce you guys too well, um, I'm here with Tyler Davis and Chris Acker, my homies, and I'm Luke Zilke.
0: Hey, I'm Chris Acker.
1: (laughs) And I'm Tyler this is such a weird episode already guys they're probably assuming we've just been drinking statesman this entire time we've been recording totally fine let, <laughs> let them
2: assume
0: this happens every time we record at a different time than usual
1: yeah anytime we're <laughs> off
2: schedule it's a mess but yeah we'll yeah. get through it we'll find a way sure. to make it work
0: we're recording on a sunday morning instead of our now usual monday nights why are we uh why are we doing that guys
1: <laughs> oh oh no no big deal just going to the Monday Night Football Chiefs-Redskins game tomorrow night. I'm so glad um, the Chiefs pulled out that win against, uh, I'm just assuming they're winning, since this is going to come out later after the game. (laughs) So congratulations on that Chiefs win, beating down the Redskins. Wow. Sorry.
2: (laughs) That's bold. But okay, I'm a Redskins fan, for those who don't know. And I don't think it's going to be a a blowout game. I think it'll probably be within within seven, but more realistically, I think it's going to be a three point game.
0: All right. For those of you that don't know, I'm not super <laughs> huge into sports, so I will actually not be uh, joining them Dude, on this adventure.
1: Tyler, Let's do a bet. Okay, but it has to do something <clears throat> something with the podcast. With the podcast. Okay. Should we do with something like you have to watch something just ridiculously stupid?
0: And then report back?
1: And report back?
2: Sure. This is gonna for be for you lately, it'll be like anything I suggest. Everything you've watched lately, you've hated, <laughs> so...
1: I'm a bit of a hater.
2: You're, you're on a bad streak.
1: Why don't you come over, over here and hop on the hate train, man? Um, we could use a review of The Room. Oh my gosh, yes. Hmm? The... If the Redskins win, I have to watch The Room and talk about it. If the Chiefs win, you have to watch The Room and talk about it.
0: Deal. Which will be great preparation for the Handshake. Disaster
1: Artist. Handshake. If
0: for the what? Disaster Artist, a movie coming out with James Franco.
1: I'm not even. Oh. I'm not even going to lie. This is a win-win situation for me because I kind of want to see this movie.
0: It's pretty regularly regarded as one of the worst movies ever
1: made. Yeah. It's... It looks terrible, and I've just never.
0: Is it? When was it made?
1: I don't know. A while. It,
0: it looks like it was made mid nineties. Yeah. Based just on like the fashion of it. Yeah. Is it the one like with the girls kidnapped and? Yeah.
1: It's the one with "You tell me about Lisa." Oh hi, line? oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark.
2: Oh boy. All right. Well, I hope the Redskins win. <laughs> so. Um.
0: You have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> Beginning to end, I'll probably
2: (laughs) fall asleep, but it's okay. We'll find (laughs) a way. I'll make Dana watch it with me. (laughs) (laughs) Poor girl, win win for me, too. So,
1: anybody else been up to anything? Oh, I've definitely been up to some stuff, but
0: uh, I just watched Blade Runner the Final Cut,
1: the best version, yes.
0: Uh, that was actually the first time I'd seen it, and I thought it was great. I thought it was a great Harrison Ford movie, I thought it was a great 80s movie. Like, I mean, most '80s movies haven't aged terribly well, and I don't think that it's aged terribly well. But taking it as an yeah. '80s movie, I loved it. Like, it was fun. It was. Yeah. I thought it had some great concepts, and it really made me look forward to now Blade Runner twenty forty seven coming out. Twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine. <laughs> what did I say earlier this you morning? Twenty forty four. I'm getting closer and closer every time. <laughs> right. Okay. Because it's thirty years after. The original. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I love I love Blade Runner. I've never seen okay, it. It's
2: I need to watch it before I go see Blade I guess I don't need to, but I should.
1: It's just a crazy sci fi noir. Should film. I just
2: read like a summary of it? Or do you think I should actually watch it this week? Um Or try to find out. I kind mean, of I would it. say
1: watch it, but from <laughs> what I've heard about twenty forty nine is you don't have to see Blade Runner to watch twenty forty nine. So Yeah. I'm... So I mean I would watch it if you want to, but I wouldn't you don't make a movie thirty years later and expect people to have seen
0: the original, <laughs> yeah. Because you're you're shooting at a different audience, so. yeah.
1: What have you been up to, Tyler?
2: I watched Star Wars Episode Three with Dana oh. last week.
1: All right. Had, had she ever seen? She it? She
2: had not ever seen that one.
1: Oh gosh.
2: Yeah. Some pretty good quotes in that movie.
1: <laughs> the Younglings. You turn me apart, Padme. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a lot of funny lines in that movie, but no, I hadn't watched it in a long time. So usually, this is the part where I'd be like, Oh, it was refreshing," but it wasn't because it's yeah. still not that good. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's Star Wars, so I had fun watching it.
0: It's like it's I one of those always... things where, like, Blade Runner, like it hasn't aged well, but it's like it it's aged respectably, like. It obviously doesn't hold up to current standards. The Star Wars prequels have aged very poorly, in my opinion.
2: I just constantly think about the high ground scene. Yeah. Every <laughs> single... That scene, and then when Anakin's got the, <laughs> got the Darth Vader armor on. No! no! <laughs> That's like the worst moment in a Star Wars movie ever. That's
1: some high quality writing. Oh like 10 out of 10.
2: It's bad. <laughs> but it was fun. Dana's one movie away from have seen every Star Wars movie now.
0: Which one does she still need? Rogue One. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. It's especially.
1: That's probably like a masterpiece after watching the prequels. Oh my gosh.
0: That's true.
1: I should rewatch the prequels. I haven't seen those in like 10 years.
0: Do you guys think. Because, like, the reason that some of the older movies have aged better than something like the prequels <laughs> is because they relied more on practical effects than on CGI. And then especially when CGI first started coming out, like around the times of the prequels, they were relying a lot more on CGI, and that didn't age well. Do you think in 20 years we'll look back at current movies right now and be like, "Oh, those look terrible."
2: <laughs> Pro- I mean, probably, I mean, you think of video game graphics, and like, yeah, I remember like Mad No5 came out. I was like, "Oh my gosh, these graphics are amazing." And then I saw a video of Mad No 5 graphics the other day and I was like, what is that? Like I thought that was good. Like, Even, like, 2012 video games are bad now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think of, like, just Ocarina of Time on the N64 still holds up really well, and the graphics are pretty bad yeah. technically now. I mean, I
0: would say, like, for a video game, the story and the gameplay is more important, but for a movie, yes, this, like, the story is important, but I feel like the visuals are more important than they are for a video game. Yeah. And so something like Jurassic Park has held up really well because of it was largely practical effects and when they did use cgi it was mixed with practical effects Mm -hmm. which is why i think something like interstellar will hold up really well because it was largely practical effects
2: i mean having watched star wars episode three the other night it does look pretty bad at times like i mean it it doesn't look great
0: but we're gonna end up having like a two-hour episode if we continue down this rabbit hole yeah this is a
2: bad rabbit hole to get down to but yeah that's what i did (laughs) that's what i did recently watch star wars episode three and I'll probably watch Rogue One at some point this week for the first time since seeing it in theaters.
0: Do you, do you own I, it? What? Hmm? Do you own Rogue One? No, but it's on Netflix. Oh, right. I was going to say, I think Luke owns it.
1: Netflix. My favorite person. All right.
2: Luke, you? Do um, yeah, what have
1: you been doing? I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online again. <laughs> I mean, I know I talk about Skyrim all the time on here, but I was a big fan of Elder Scrolls Online, too. I like interacting in that massive sandbox of a world and i started a new character it's been a lot of fun
0: nice yeah i, I started into that game once but i never got super into it i i wish i had it on xbox because then like i could actually play with someone i know since you play it on xbox but i feel like that would make it more fun
2: yeah it goes on sale every now and again for like 20 bucks yeah I've,
0: I've got it on pc i just don't know anyone who plays it on pc
2: i have it on my xbox i Haven't played in a long time though.
1: Yeah, I also started watching The Following again, which is the show I gave Chris for our next segment. I <laughs>
0: actually listened to the entirety of
1: Dune. You did as well, yeah. Oh my gosh, the, I did not. Watch Training audio, Day. Oh man, that would be the audio book <laughs> that I gave Tyler. Um, before we go to our next segment, um, I want you guys to check out this small promo for another podcast. Um.
2: They're called Kid Tested, Mother Approved.
1: Kid Tested, Mother Approved. Um, check it out. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. And we are Kid Tested. Mother Approved. A weekly podcast where either a theme is picked for us or we pick it ourselves. And then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme.
0: And I pick all the good movies and Ruben picks all the yucky movies and makes me watch them.
1: What do you mean yucky? Pig uh, Lebowski. That's not yucky. It's probably, <laughs> No, don't do that. All right, well, we are kid-tested, mother-approved, and uh, hope you check us out. All right, cool. (laughs) No, we don't have music again. (laughs) Even though I like our song, because I made it. But, (laughs) into trying new things, number two, who wants to go first?
2: I can go first, because mine will be the shortest, I think. Okay. Mine will be pretty short. I listened to the first chapter of Dune the audiobook
0: that's like the worst chapter
2: it wasn't bad i mean i i liked what i heard i i I learned very quickly that i am not an audiobook guy i can't i can't get myself to like focus on that and also do things whereas like reading it forces me to focus on one thing
0: how long is your commute to work in the morning
2: Twelve minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't have a lot of time to listen to it yeah. unless I'm doing something. That's so, my.
0: That's my primary time of listening to audiobooks.
2: Right. And it, and if I had a longer commute, I would definitely do that. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I like that I actually am considering going and buying the book, so I can actually like sit down and read the book because then I'm forced to to focus my attention on everything that's happening versus yeah. listening. Like I might mishear something yeah. or. You know, you know what I mean. So it just, it was tough for me, but I did like what I heard. I thought it was really interesting. It's definitely. I didn't realize. I know you. You kept saying it was kind of like a political thriller type of thing. Ish. Uh, like it's yeah, kind of like
0: it's a it's a sci-fi space opera political, political. drama. Yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah. they really lay on the politics pretty early on. I mean, yeah. right off the bat, I was like, whoa, wait. I thought this was gonna come later, but no. I mean, it. They came out of the gate talking politics and then there's witch lady showed up and whatever she is she's terrifying (laughs) like i didn't know what to think of her like i didn't know if she was like i don't know she's like a good guy but not really i'm sure that that all comes to fruition later on in the book but she was she was like the standout character to me in the first chapter
0: okay the the benny jesuit
2: (laughs) is that the witch lady's name i don't know i was (laughs) scared of her that's
0: like the um the Bene jesuit is like a group of, it's almost like a religion kind of mm, and well, she's she's psycho like a high ranking member of that
2: yeah she crazy she had this box i can say this right yeah i can say this That's she true. has like this box that she forces this kid who the kid is the main character um yeah, paul paul yeah i it's been like a week and a half since i listened to it <laughs> but um she made paul put his hand in this box because she's trying to see if he's human or not right yeah Or she's trying to test it whether he's i guess a robot or animal of some sort because animals when they're in pain will will chew their way free whereas like a human will just stay there yeah it it takes place it takes
0: place well into the future where like humanity has kind of forced some shapes of evolution to where some people's minds operate similar to computers and um like, so different people are, are more skilled in different areas based on their, their heritage and their breeding basically. Right. And so because of that, some people have they're like essentially their humanity bred out of them. So she's trying to determine whether if, or not he's a if human, if he has, if he has his humanity. Right. And yeah.
2: she put, she makes him put his hand in this box and this box makes him feel like immense pain basically. Like his hand is just trapped. Like I just, I can't imagine going through this, but your hand is trapped in this box. And the entire time it's like searing pain. Like I think he described it as he felt like a burning, pinching, felt like his hand was gonna be like charred when he took it out of the yeah, box. Like
0: it, it started out as just like a tingling and then it just grew and grew and grew and yeah. grew. And then it was
2: like extreme and then the moment ends, he pulls his hand out and there's nothing wrong with his hand. Nothing at all. Yeah. But that was her way of testing whether or not he was a human, is what she yeah, says. Like
0: his his other hand that wasn't in the bo- in the box. Got cut because he was making such a such yeah, a by, tight fist, by squeezing his, with his, his fingernails hand hand into his he, palm. He cut his other hand
2: with his fingernails.
0: Wow, like it, it's intense.
2: the box sounds crazy. And like, I know, I think they're making a movie out of this, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. they've tried in the past as well, and it's never turned out well. But they have but like a we'll decent see. director now, yeah, right? We'll see. Yeah, they do. I don't think that it translates. I don't think that the the story itself translates very well to film. But
2: we'll see how they do. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I don't know. I. I don't know. That scene was just crazy. It was like that, and that late, the witch lady stood out to me. But I'll definitely. I think I'm gonna read the book. Yeah. I just think the book would hold my attention more. I can't. Yeah,
0: and you're. I mean, you're more of a reader, anyways. So that makes right. Sense.
2: Like I. I don't know. I something. I feel accomplished when I read a book. Yeah. <laughs> when I listen to it, like I. I just. I'm not as into it.
0: And I. I had originally listened to it back when I was making those eight-hour drives on right. a regular basis, so it was a lot easier for me to just listen to it in, like, large chunks. Yeah. So I get, like, yeah, I get not being able to listen to audiobooks as often, especially, like, with your with your type of work. Like, you can't just sit and listen to it. Like, Luke might be able to listen to an audiobook at work because he's working at his computer most of the day. Um, oh, yeah. Man. But, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah, be able to. Yeah, I'm up and down and yeah. in
2: between surgery and supply. And it's just yeah. a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. And then also, like, at home. Yeah i have a lot to do yeah like there's always something that will have me going so yeah I, right. I mean i would recommend for me i would say read the book but if you're an audiobook listener it's definitely interesting yes. definitely if, lays down a pretty cool plot in the first chapter
0: and if you enjoy audiobooks it's uh, it's a full cast audiobook each character is voiced by a, uni- by a unique person
2: it felt like i was listening to a play
0: yeah and there's like there's background yeah there's, background sounds um, ambiance there's one scene where they're in Ambience. they're flying um and an, an, an aircraft through a sandstorm and
1: can you like hear the sand the background the, the background
0: of that scene just sounds awesome and I mean that's one of my favorite scenes in the book anyways like but yeah that just like the background sound of that scene is great like there's they they use silence really well in that scene. To just like draw out the drama of it, so
2: I feel like everything was recorded really well. I yeah. mean, like I said, it sounded like I was listening to a play. Yeah, it's not just people reading monotone all the way through. Like they're actually like really focused and in character, and it, it's it's cool. So huh. I would suggest it. Did not hate it
1: at all. Didn't love it, but didn't hate it. Just so uh, you know, the guy who's making Blade, it's
2: Villeneuve, right, or whatever. However you say his name.
1: Yeah, it's the guy who's making. Later in her twenty forty nine, and he did. He did Sicario, he did Prisoners, he did Arrival. I was gonna say, didn't
2: he do Arrival? That yeah. was the one I wasn't one hundred percent sure about. Yeah.
1: So, so it's got
0: potential. I just don't know if you can put this story onto film effectively. Who's
2: who's writing it? Do you know? Is he gonna write it? I don't know. I don't That'll know. be they're the not, telling.
1: I don't think they're that far into it. They
2: should hire Akiva Goldsman.
1: There's, I just feel like <laughs> there's too much.
0: There's Triggered. too much of it that is inside Paul's head. So, Luke,
1: you watched Training Day? I watched Training Day mm. um, off Tyler's suggestion.
2: He's going to butcher this movie, guys. Um, he's He's on a bad streak lately.
1: I am on a bad streak. I'm not going to just butcher this movie. You should not go see um, Justice
2: League when it comes out until you're out of this funk.
1: I've got like 47 days. Yeah, you better get <laughs> out of this funk before Justice League. Well, I'm going to see Blade Runner 2049. I'm pretty sure that will bring me out of the funk. I've only heard good things so far. So. Yeah but okay so um there were parts of this movie that i did enjoy however there was more in it that i didn't um just the whole premise of it it's a really i just found it kind of just ridiculous premise so ethan hawk wants to be a narc and he's gonna have his training day with denzel washington if if you've seen it or haven't i don't know but um and Denzel Washington is like, they're trying to make him look like he's a hard cop. Like he gets down to the ground, but it's completely obvious that he's a terrible person. And yeah. he's clearly a criminal. Like he just lets a girl, he just lets a girl get raped. Okay. Yeah. He's a terrible person in that movie. And they just like get away. And like, that was the moment where it's like, um, spoilers for this movie. I'm, not going to leave anything out to not spoil it. So it's, spoilers. It's, it's an old movie. Yeah, yeah. It came out in 2001. Um, When they're at the, they went back to Scott Glenn's house and I was like, well, he's dead. They killed him. It's like, okay, well this is clearly going nowhere. And like they kept trying to put in these really intense scenes and they were just, it was really heavy handed writing and stuff to make you feel like, oh, this should be really intense, but it's so obvious what's going to happen. It's not like the whole scene at, um, uh, when he's like in the, like the gang village and he's playing cards. Yeah. Like
2: with the Hispanic gang members.
1: Yeah. And, um, like, well, Denzel Washington's clear getting away and they're going to beat him up and he's going to get away. Well, that's exactly what happens. (laughs) Like, it's just, they don't really try and swerve you or anything from what's going to happen. Like, there's no, oh my goodness moment. And then, like, another thing that really bothered me was I don't like forced plot points into the writing. So the girl gets raped and he saves her at the beginning, or Ethan Hawk does. And then at the end of the movie, they just so happen to go to the one person in the whole city of LA that they're <laughs> related to that person. He's like, oh, you stopped that. Thanks. I'm not going to kill you. It's like, okay, that's, that's too much. Like there's, and I, there's like, tw- how many people live in LA, LA, like 20 million. I don't know.
2: I don't know. But that part, when you say heavy handed, I think that is a good way to describe that part. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's a really forced story and I don't like that. Um, something though, Denzel Washington is the freaking man and he freaking killed his role. I do yeah, have to say that. His role was awesome he in did, this movie. He won best actor. Yeah. On the opposite side of that, Ethan Hawke was better in my opinion.
2: Ethan Hawke's more the lead in that movie too. And
1: he was nominated for best supporting. And I'm pretty sure the only reason he was was because Denzel Washington. He was going to lose to Denzel Washington, so they just put him in a different category. And that's I feel like that cheapens his ability to act a little bit. Um th- yeah, there were parts I, I enjoyed, but most of the time I just felt really uninterested in the story. And like I remember I was watching it I was just, you know, I wasn't doing anything, so I decided to watch it, and then I was like, "Oh, we're getting to this point; it's probably almost over," and I was barely halfway through, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and that's kind of the moment where I was like, "Okay, I don't think I'm gonna like this movie very much." Um, but yeah, really good performances really elevate the movie. Um, it has some really cool action scenes, like the final um, chase kind of. In and the Denzel, apartment building, yeah, and Denzel's uh, apartment complex or whatever—that was really cool. The way Denzel goes out, I thought was pretty cool, pretty gangster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there was there was some there was really good moments. I'd give it a five out of ten. I liked it more than Kingsman, so.
2: <laughs> I'm kind of shocked you liked it more than Kingsman, but the way you had talked about it when you had first watched it, I was like, man, he's gonna just butcher this. No, no. no. I'm glad you didn't. It's like right hate in the it. middle.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it. It's just, just disappointing. I guess. I I've I'd, I'd heard so many great things from it from you. I guess too. So I think that kind of made it.
2: Well, even now they're making a TV show based on yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So I mean, I well, know. are they still? Wasn't? <clears throat> hold on. Mm-hmm. They were making it, but Bill Paxton was in it, and he passed away like two months ago. Oh. So I think it did get canceled. I, I heard it was fine, so they're kind of going through the remake and old '80s action movie or phase phase because yeah. they did the same thing with Lethal Weapon. Yeah, <laughs> and that show got even renewed. though this isn't an '80s movie, right? But, I heard Lethal Weapon show is actually really good. It
2: looks pretty funny. Yeah, so but I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it. At least now you can say it's off your list.
1: Yeah. I what mean. did you? I mean, do you like want to like defend it, or anything, or why you love it? or like it. I don't know if you love it. I don't know if
2: I necessarily <laughs> would defend it because I think everybody should be able to you know, form their own opinions on a movie, you know, like if like I liked Kingsman you guys didn't. And that's fine. You know, I I'm okay with that. Um
1: it's subjective.
2: Right. And so I think what I liked about Training Day is the same thing you like about Training Day. And granted, I haven't watched this movie in a long time. I mean, it's been like over 6 7 years. So yeah. The way I view movies now versus back then are probably totally different.
1: I wonder if I would have enjoyed it more if I would have watched it with other people, too. Because I just probably. watched it by myself.
2: Probably. And I, I think that's another thing that helps when you watch a movie. But the only thing I'll say, having not seen it in a while, is my favorite part about that movie is the acting. Yeah. I, I mean, I just it felt really like the acting, acting is yeah. insanely good in that movie. So, I mean, yeah, that's really my only defense. And you like that. So. Yeah. So... I'm not mad at you for. Yeah, it just
1: wasn't enough to. <clears throat> <clears throat> to it makes me elevate wonder, it more. So. It does
2: make me wonder if you would like End of Watch though.
1: It's on the list. <laughs> End of Watch is
2: very different than Training Day. Yeah, I love Jake Gyllenhaal though, and Michael Michael, Michael Pena, Pena is yeah, in it as he's well. A man. So I, I don't know. I think I love Denzel Washington, so I give Training Day the edge, but I think
1: End of Watch is probably a little bit of a better movie. Okay. All right, Chris. I uh I gave you the T V show the following. Uh why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
0: I think that it is a good show, but it's not for me. It's just it's not my style. Yeah I'm not into like the crime drama stuff all that much. Um I'm super into police comedies like Brooklyn Nine Nine.
2: Hey. I love that show. <laughs> That's such a
0: good show. Like, I mean I can I can see its merits. I would say that the only character that I was really, like, that I really felt any level of investment in was Kevin Bacon's character. Yeah. I didn't feel like any of the other characters mattered. Like, any other character could have died in episode two, and i have been like, okay. I think you were sitting with me when I watched the first episode. And yeah. I was like, this has to be longer than 40 minutes. And we were, like, halfway through. The episode was, like, 43 minutes long or something like that. Yeah. And I, c- I felt like I'd been watching it for an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, you kind of did doze off a little bit, too. Like,
0: I, it was... <laughs> I think it, I don't know if it was just there was so much happening that it just felt really long. Um, but it just, I could see why people like it. Yeah. I could see why people would get, would, would start following it.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, got <laughs> <he>. <laughs> Um,
0: and I think it's an interesting premise. Yeah. I've watched a little bit of the Blacklist as well. Yeah. I think this is more action packed than the Blacklist. So I think that's probably positive for it. Uh, Plus, I mean, Kevin Bacon, good actor,
1: Mr. Footloose himself.
0: Does a good job for the most part. I think his character isn't in the first few episodes. At least I'm assuming since they're on what season.
1: It's only three seasons. It's done. Okay.
0: So I'm assuming his character gets a little more fleshed out, but initially he seems pretty, uh, generic. The, um, like angry brooding ex fbi agent alcoholic, alcoholic. Yeah. yeah
1: drinking too much statesman bourbon
0: putting <laughs> vodka in his water bottle <laughs> uh, but yeah, i like like i said i think it's got an interesting premise it's just i don't think that that genre is for me yeah i couldn't i didn't want to like i didn't feel like oh i really want to know what happens next i was like i was like this is it just kind of felt off the rails from the get go to me yeah so but i like i said it's like, it's like the way I view sports. It's not for me, but I 100% understand why people like it yeah. and why people get into it.
1: Yeah. The reason I like it so much, they kind of get rid of all the police investigation stuff. They just move the show along. And it has a really, really quick pace that I really like. It's it's really dark. It's really brutal. And then also, like you were talking about them fleshing out the characters, throughout the entire series they have flashbacks like to when like Kevin Bacon meets James Purfoy's character and all that stuff kind of like that or like when he met Claire they do flesh out the characters a little more and then also like there's some I think you should watch this try this too Tyler because I'm in I I just restarted watching it and I'm in season 2 now and I've been watching it for like 5 days (laughs) so I kinda got obsessed again. but like um Connie Nielsen, who played Hippolyta, mm-hmm. is in season two. Oh, nice! Luke Cage is in season one. Um, Iceman is the main supporting. He's cop.
0: like he's like the
1: main guy's handler. Iceman, yeah,
0: from X Men, uh, two. Oh, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Okay, I was like, who's Iceman? <laughs> um, gotcha. And also, I didn't know this before because I hadn't seen Arrow season five, but Prometheus is in an episode. Josh Segarra, and he's just as creepy. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah, he's he's a pretty creepy, dude. Yeah. But he's like a comedy actor. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Yeah, he's a comedy actor.
1: Yeah, but like um, I just, I find the really interesting part about it is uh, like just with the character having like an Edgar Allan Poe view on life or something with his serial killing and eventually he does break out of prison and he has like a hundred followers at this house. Oh my gosh, and they just kill so many people. Sorry, I kind of took over your, your segment there. So.
0: Yeah, again, it'll... If you're into uh, crime drama, it's probably right up your alley.
1: Yeah. It's it's super, it's pretty bloody, yeah. though, I, would I will say. It was
0: definitely faster paced than The Blacklist. I think that was one where, and I only watched like the maybe the first three quarters of season one of The Blacklist. Yeah, I've never watched it, that. It struggled, so. it struggled with pacing, in my opinion, whereas this one was much faster paced. Yeah. Okay.
2: Josh Segarra was a voice of one of the characters in Red Dead Redemption. I didn't even know that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, right. I've barely played that game. So, well, is that anything else? Do we have any Twitter tweets that were tweeted tweeted at us?
2: <laughs> no, we didn't get any Twitter things, but we are fifteen followers away from announcing our giveaway winner.
1: Ooh, tell your
0: friends.
2: We've grown by thirty-five
0: and, followers. Uh, retweet the, yeah our, it's, it's, it's still pinned. pinned it's pinned at the top of our twitter page yeah. retweet that get a chance to win a uh, a goodie box yeah i was gonna call it a loot crate but that's probably copyright
1: yeah <laughs> well we'll send you a bunch of cool stuff some little cool things and a, a probably a bigger cool thing we haven't really made it yet so <laughs>
2: so you when i've opened twitter sorry <laughs> it brought up a final thought that i was not expecting to say today however Rocksteady made a statement that says Oh, I heard about this. Fans will lose their minds over their next game. Which superhero do you want them to tackle? That's more of a question. It's not really my it's not really my final thought, but I'm definitely gonna ask you guys for Rocksteady making another game superhero based, who would you like them to, to make a game based on?
0: I'm I'm mostly just thinking of like what has been super popular in pop culture lately, because that tends to be where they're going to go for ways. their games. Yeah. And I think uh, a Deadpool could make a good rated M game. We're going to get a good Spider Man game already. So,
1: mm.
0: Hope, I mean, I'm assuming that's game. That I, think it, good I think, from what I've seen good. from it. Yeah, that's really all I can. Deadpool. So when I, is
1: Rock City owned by Warner Bros? That was my oh, okay. first yeah. thought. I, I'm not sure if they are. Um, i think i heard they were
2: if they are then i can't it would have to be a dc character but uh, see i think i think something that rock city's done so well is you have to do something that plays cl- close to the ground you know what i mean like you can't I, I don't know how they would do with a really fantastical kind of game you know, like i'm sure they could do it I, I don't doubt that they're able to
0: i mean i could see a cyborg game similar to Watch Dogs. that'd be dope Uh man i don't even know i mean as far as characters that are going to be popular Especially just thinking DC characters are going to be popular.
2: Have you played the Arkham games? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I think DC characters, I'd want a Superman game. I don't think they have to keep it close to the ground because all we've seen Rocksteady do is Batman. I think that's just because we've seen them do Batman. That's what we expect. So I think a Superman game and you go off world would be really cool. However... I don't know if they have the ability to do this.
2: I think you're about to say what I want. I want a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, no, video game. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. That would be. I think they would crush that. Cool. And that was actually something that had been floated around Rocksteady, yeah. I believe. But I was going to say, and it's it's kind of similar, I guess, a Suicide Squad game. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of the characters already introduced. Yeah. I see that. They and could they could easily make it like a a Suicide Squad
0: in like in the same within u- universe within the universe as the Arkham's. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I think that would be great.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
2: Um, my next final thought, and I'm more just curious. The CW shows announced their big crossover, right? Oh, yeah. Crisis on Earth X. Dun, 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 dun. You're going to watch this. Okay. Even if you're not watching the shows, you're going to watch <laughs> it with us. I'm sorry. sorry is, it, is it just going to be like a... It, the crossovers usually are on their own, anyways. Okay. They have like little storylines, but is nothing it like that's a, is gonna, it gonna
0: be like a miniseries, a made-for-TV movie. It's uh, almost
2: like a movie at this point. Yeah. It's two it's like two two-hour two two episodes. Okay. Cool. So it'll be it'll be pretty interesting. It's a new way they're shooting it. I saw something interesting. You've seen the poster, right? Oh yeah, that was a dope poster. And you saw how like Prometheus was in it. Yeah. Apparently, Joss Cigar is not coming back for it.
1: They're just gonna use the voice.
2: You think they're going to use the voice, or do you think it's going to be Roy from Earth Ten?
1: Oh, there you go.
2: Because Colton Haynes said he's coming back sooner than you would realize, and it would make sense for him to not be seen on set if yeah. they're trying to hide that as like their secret.
1: Yeah, I just figured they kind of do what they did with like Deathstroke in the yeah last crossover. They put the mask on him and he didn't talk. Right. Yeah.
0: I
2: don't know.
1: But that would be awesome if they brought back Roy.
2: The other cool thing about that poster is they're all going to be fighting their own doppelgangers. Yeah. So the interesting thing I saw is Oliver's suit is like super DC Rebirth comic suit. I don't know if you noticed that. It looks just like it. Yeah. So that's probably... I'm a big Arrow fan, just so everyone knows. Huge Arrow fan. I had no idea. (laughs) So I'm pretty... I'm pretty excited to see if they take the suit that route, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Get excited for the crisis on earth X and I possibly cause I'm reading crisis on infinite earths that <laughs> I'm pretty excited for that's that. That's kind
1: of fitting. Yeah. I have two final thoughts, just kind of a real quick one. Um, I've heard that it's impossible to read, to read a review and not have blade runner 2049 spoiled. I hear the plot is literally spoiler, so I just want to say stay away from any video or article reviews from that and just just check the Rotten Tomatoes score. It's at 98 right now, and the average score is an 8.8. Just, just want to say that. But also, um, my main final thought is uh, also a question. Do you guys think that the Tomb Raider movie – is going to It's going to be the video game movie to re-inspire video game movies. And they'll actually be good based on just the first trailer. Did you see it, Chris?
0: Uh, I've seen some stills, but I haven't actually seen the trailer.
2: I, I think it will. And I think the reason being they're using the most recent video games plots yeah. to and make the movie instead of trying to make a, a plot based on the game. They're actually using that plot.
0: Which they can do because the most recent iteration of Tomb Raider, like the the two most recent video games, are an origin story. The first one's an origin story, and they kind of reinvented Lara Croft in general to a much more relatable character, I feel like. And I think that it has potential to be a good movie.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, they got a really good lead who honestly is more Lara Croft than Lara Croft is herself. (laughs) That will help. Yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna be good. I think it's the one that will will break the trend. Honestly,
1: yeah. I mean, I thought the trailer was pretty good. I thought it was fine. I'm 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 still not re- ready to be like, oh yeah, this is the one. Yeah. Because honestly, I watched some of like the Warcraft and Assassin's Creed trailers, and I was like, hey, this could be it. I didn't see either one of those movies in theaters because I heard they were terrible.
0: <laughs> you mean that the Resident Evil movies aren't? works of art nope
2: <laughs> nope i saw assassin's <laughs> creed i didn't go see warcraft
0: i haven't seen either of them yeah so. i
2: put assassin's creed in the same breath as dark tower it's just kind of there <laughs> gotcha
0: <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> it happened yeah it, it was a movie and they just they pump a lot of money into these
1: types of movies they put
2: some like big name actors in them yeah. too that's what's so interesting hey
1: them actors they got to get paid got to put food on the table yeah.
2: And typically, the actors do well, but the movies don't. So,
1: Yep. All All right. right. That's mine. Chris? Uh,
0: My final thought is uh, be sure to (laughs) follow (laughs) us on Twitter at WhatTheFanboy. Oh, yeah. And rate and review us on iTunes. Just search WhatTheFanboy, all one word. And uh, send us some questions on Twitter or email us. That's WhatTheFanboy at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Your questions add great content to our show. So, please send us any questions about any comic book, movie, video game, book, anything that someone can be a fan of. Send us your questions.
1: Can we ever do like a sports episode? <laughs> well, we're going to a Chiefs Redskins game. Yeah. <laughs> we'll imagine we'll have to talk about it, kind of.
2: It's. I mean, yeah, you can be we a fan. fanboy over that, yeah, right? I mean, for I'm sure. Yeah, I would, I, I would say I have fanboy over Redskins football. Also,
1: anyone. <laughs> Russell who Westbrook just signed the biggest. Sit- contract in the nba so
0: also anyone who's super into sports and doesn't think they're a nerd you you know more about stats of your sport than video game nerds probably know about some of the stats of their video games (laughs) you are also a nerd just a different type of nerd yeah we're all nerds in our own way yep
1: well thanks for listening everybody that's the end of the show probably talk about blade runner 2049 next week maybe if we see it yeah hopefully we'll see it (laughs) Uh, thanks for stopping by. See you next time. Bye. Peace. We out. Guys, I've got to poop. Uh I'm just gonna start cleaning the kitchen. Probably, I've got to poop so bad.
0: I'm
2: gonna go lay on your couch while I wait.
0: Do it.
1: Let's see hmm. nothing like another fart joke. <laughs> <laughs>